Just a brief message. I know that's hilarious to you. When I say that, I know, I know how you are. But uh, we have communion after this, and I've told them we're going to be walking over there at noon. I appreciate it. Come on, church. Let's praise the Lord. Fellowship Church is sweet 16 today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm going to take you down about a two or three minute trip down some memory lane. Not, not, not much. I have a whole video on this. You can get a whole hour long video on our church and how all the things happen here and too many to name. But I just want to hit some highlights. In the beginning, 16 years ago, it was in October that we had about 60 people. That's, uh, Single people, husbands, wives, people with the children, they were in my home, right there in that room, right there in my living room. They were all the way pressed against that glass door, and we didn't have seats for everybody, people standing up. And we said, we're going to start a non-denominational church. My background was Hellraiser first, lost. Then it was Baptist. I was trained, saved at a Baptist church, a little independent Baptist church, which was really like a little community church, but it was Baptist. I went off to Baptist college and Baptist seminary, and uh, 17 years in a Baptist church. I had the time of my life. I loved it. But if we were going to start something new, I wanted to start a non-denominational church that wouldn't focus on how long your hair was, you know, or if the ladies had on a dress. Amen. I wanted to focus on the fact that Jesus loves you and that we love you. And let that be our emphasis. Amen. So that's what we did. We started there 16 years ago. On November 3rd, 2002, I met for the first time with folks showing up at the Lemon Bay High School, the Performing Arts Center. Can we thank the Lord for Lemon Bay High School? Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. I was there for over 12 and a half years with worshipers who are worshiping Jesus Christ. Amen time of my life I had on that campus. Fellowship Church purchased 11 acres as time went on. We were starting to succeed, and we could see it. And look at what we need this money for. People were taking up offerings, and, well, we need a place. We need a place to meet, because this thing's going to go here. Even though 9 out of 10 churches, new churches don't make it. Say 9 out of 10. Don't make it. And probably 99 out of 100 never get landed. They never get their own property, their own campus, their own place. And I don't know what the percentage is of those that do make it, how many of those do it debt-free. So we're in a very small percentage of of how God has blessed us. Do you hear me, yes or no? Amen. God has blessed us. So we bought that 11 acres, and I have a whole 10 minutes I could tell you about that. It was crazy how the Lord worked, but we didn't get something for nothing because I told Him we didn't want something for nothing. All right? I'm still that way. Generally don't want something for nothing. What does that mean? I'm as cheap as they come. I mean, I go to secondhand stores. I love it. Everything I got on, secondhand. I think somebody bought me this shirt, but other than that, everything I got on is either secondhand or somebody, you know, gave it to me. They were done with it. Whatever. I'm cool with that. Amen? I was telling the first crowd, well, a lady yesterday saw me. She said, I know you. She said, I know you like to go to them uh, secondhand stores and Salvation Army and all that. I said, absolutely. I said, but my favorite place to go is by the road. That's what I like. I like it right out there at the curb. Or you pick up wet towels in the middle of the road. I do that. That's true. I do it. 
Who wouldn't pitch up, pick up a $20 beach towel? Flew out of somebody's boat, it flew into my car. How about it? That's what I'm talking about. Who are you talking to? So, anyway, the other day, I'm down, I told the lady, I said, no, my, my favorite is free by the road. And so, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it's funny. So I'm down by the beach. And I may have told you this before, I don't know, but just recently I'm down by the beach, not one of the fancy houses. There's one of them little cottages down one of them lanes. It looked like somebody maybe had been renting there. They decided they're going to move, and there's a bunch of mess out by the road. But it had been rained on, ooh, sort of nasty, sort of stinky. But I saw me a five-gallon bucket. I said, there's a five-gallon bucket. You used to get those for free. Now they're like $5 for a five-gallon bucket. What, what's going on? It's craziness. So I saw the bucket. I said, I'm going to get that bucket. So I got out, had stuff all over the bucket, just stuff crammed in it and stuff on top. I pull all that stuff off, throw it with the other crap that's laying there. And there's a brand-new cast net in the bottom of the bucket. That's like a $50 cash net. Do you know who was happy? I was happy. I'm telling you something. This is, this is fun. Amen. But when we got this land, we didn't want something for nothing. I told them that. We wouldn't appreciate it, even though I do appreciate the cash net. But it did take me work to get the stuff off of it. Amen. But the point is, we got that land, and God blessed us with another three acres. They wanted seventy. They wanted $750,000 for those three acres off to the oaks out there. When we have our picnic today, they wanted $75,000. $750,000 for that. Seven, five, zero. Yeah, three acres. But that's commercial land. You can put whatever you want. As long as you get approved, you have it. But the fact of the matter is, we ended up getting it. The economy fell into the you know, bad times, and we got it for 127500 Amen. That's the kind of stories we have. But when you are debt-free and you have the money, that money talks. Amen. Say. And that's who we are here. Not that we sit on a big, fat bank account. We don't. But when we want something, we do it debt-free. Matter of fact, that that, uh, terrorist section will happen. We didn't jump the gun this summer and take a chance on it not being done before all the snowbirds got back. We just didn't do it. We made a, a good decision. We're doing fine. But that will happen. That will happen probably in May of this coming year. But the funds, almost all the funds are raised. It might be a little more. Can you say a little more? Yeah, it might be. The economy's coming up. I don't mind paying a little more if people are working and they got jobs to get in our town. Amen? I don't mind that at all. I don't want to get, you know, gouged, but I don't mind. We will do it. We will do it. Say we'll do it. We will what? We'll do it. We'll do it debt-free or it won't get done. Amen. But that's going to happen. This is the story of our church. I could go on and on. i got to hush. Keep going, Raj. Push it. We broke ground May 2010. There I am cutting down a tree and then realized later that's illegal. You know, what planet are we living on? You can't cut down your own tree. Amen. Well, we did it anyway. But we didn't do it in a bad spot. We did it where the building was going to sit. Amen. Come on, right here was a tree where I'm standing probably. It's gone. Good. After 12 years, 6 months, 25 days, 3 hours and 30 minutes at Lemon Bay High School, we're blessed with our final service at the high school's Performing Arts Center. Amen. I love that place. Our final two services before coming home to here was the high school gymnasium. Amen. Boy, I love my time at at Lemon Bay. You know, it was a long time for me coming down here on Sunday morning because I live in the old town. It was hard for me to pass that school. My old white pickup truck wanted to pull in there. 
You know, that's home to me. I'm still blessed that I get to be out there on the football field with the team on Friday nights. They probably don't realize what a blessing that is to me. I'm hollering. I'm screaming at those guys. But what a blessing. Every Friday night, I get to come home. Amen. It's beautiful for me. And see the stands full and see the people. I encourage you as basketball starts up, come on out to that gymnasium and support our school's basketball team. Amen. we got so many fellowship people that come, they wear a shirt. We sit behind the team. Why not? We want to support those guys. Amen. We want to beat these other guys' tails. That's what we want. Amen. But I love coming back home over there. That's beautiful. So God blessed us. We had our first service right here in this auditorium. Wasn't really complete. We got our CEO, did the best we could. Didn't he have a sound system or anything? On Father's Day uh, 2015 was our first service right in here. Amen. Just a little history. I love this. The paper came out and did an article. Well, I didn't do the article. They did the article. Boy, did they ever pick the right word. Say it to the left. Debt. I love that being in our paper. I love that. We did this debt-free for the glory of God. Let's thank him again. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Boom. I love that. There's nothing better you can do with your life than reach a soul for Jesus Christ. That's what we're all about, and that's what we do. And that, who said that? I did. That's why we're here. That's why we exist. As much as I love you and hanging out with you and having a good time, at the end of the day, our main calling here is to make sure that when people come here, they don't leave us lost. They don't walk in, oh, I've done church, and they leave here lost. I want everybody that comes on our campus, comes into this building, I want them to leave saved. I want them to leave knowing that it's not my good works, my good looks, my church attendance. It's Jesus Christ, God's only Son, who died for them and rose again, and they must put their faith in Him. There is no other way. Period. There is no other way. What about all the other ways? They're dead ends. They're wrong ways. That's who we are here. Yes or no? Amen? You understand? So, at Fellowship Church, this has always been our statement. I was sitting on down by the beach before we started our church, and the Lord, I believe, touched me. But He touched me with His Word. Not something kooky or wild-eyed or off the wall. Amen. I'm enough off the wall without making up stuff. So, But he touched my heart. Would you say that with me? Fellowship Church. We do what? We what? And we what? That's who we are. You might say, Clark, where'd you get that? From the Bible. Wasn't something I came up with. I did specifically want to say Jesus. I wanted us to say we love Jesus. As a man, as a big man, as a ball-playing man and a hell-raising man when I grew up, I wasn't used to that. Oh, I love Jesus. I wouldn't even talk like that. I'd be like, what are you, what planet you from, sissy? Until I realized Jesus loved me. I'm talking about really realizing it. Now, I got saved, but it was years later that I realized Jesus loved Gary. And I have no problem loving him now. Do you understand that? Ain't something spooky, ain't something kooky. It's that He gave His life for me. And I appreciate that out of Him. I don't come to Him and look at Him in the eye. I come and lay at His feet. He's God. You hear me? And I love Him, and I want us to love Him as a church. You hear me? Yes or no? Not some touchy-feely thing. I'm talking about reality. And some of you know because you, you've been to hell and back. And He never left you. Amen. 
And I hate to tell you, that's where that love for Jesus grows in those hard times. Amen. And that's what's happened in my life. So we love Jesus and we love people. Where did it come from? Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart. From the Bible. With all your soul, with all your mind, all your strength. This is the first commandment. That's why it's first. We love who? Jesus. Watch this one. And the second, like, namely this, say it with me. Thou shalt love you who? Last time I checked, the neighbors are people. Love Jesus. Love people. And over the years, I've learned the importance of the end of this verse. Thou shalt love your neighbor as who? As I love myself. Well, I didn't love myself for years. I spent a lot of time loving other folk. Till I was left and abandoned. And it killed me as a man, as a husband. I wanted to take my own life. Crazy. Boy, family stuff is hard stuff, ain't it? Yes or no? Amen? Family stuff is hard stuff, ain't it? Say, sometimes family stuff can be some hard stuff, can't it? You can be as tough as nail, but family stuff can just bring you to your knees. And it did me. But thankfully, when I was on my knees, Jesus didn't leave me. He loved me. And he helped me learn, Gary, you matter. You matter to me. And all those years I'd been preaching and loving on people, but I'd really been doing it without loving myself. That What did the Bible say? Love your neighbor as you what? And it has absolutely radically transformed my life. Now I know I matter. Now I know I have value. And now I can see the value of others better. Yes or no? I can see the value of others better now because, see, if I matter, they matter. How about that? It'll change your life. So this is who we are at Fellowship. Praise the Lord. Right out of the Scriptures. Keep going, buddy. Thank you. We love Him because He first loved us. We say that often here. It's just a little preview. So sweet 16. Guys, one more time. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. Come on. Thank the Lord. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. You get the credit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I've got a brief message now. It's going to take me about 15 minutes, so hold your breath. Hang on. Sweet 16 is my message today. I'm sitting in my office, and I'm just thinking about, what am I going to preach this week, 16 years? And I said, I want to preach on sweet 16. So the thing that sticks out is that word sweet. Say sweet. One more time. Help me now. If you're not used to having church like this, you'll learn. Well, in the old Webster's Dictionary, it means pleasant tasting. Sweet means pleasant tasting, like honey or sugar. This is our sweet 16. I want us to be like that. I want us to be sweet at the Fellowship Church. You hear me, yes or no? I don't want when people think of Fellowship Church, a bad taste comes in their mouth. I know that everybody's come here, ain't stayed here. I get that. But that don't mean when they think of us that they can't think sweet. Amen or oh me. That's who I want us to be, guys. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. If there's ever been a year that we need to just do a better job, let's just be sweeter than we've ever been before to our town. Amen, say. God didn't call us to be a blight on Inglewood. He called us to be a blessing. Amen. Come on. So pleasant tasting is what it means. It means pleasant in general. Well, I'm just an ill person. Well, you need to get with the program. Okay? That's the way it is. Now, I'm just this way. Well, you need help. And I'm here to help you. Amen. Okay? 
You know meaner than I was. You know more bitter than I was. I doubt you've had more mess in your life than I've had. If you want to get together, we'll get together and compare who's had a crappier life, okay? If it'll make you feel better. But at the end of the day, I'm not, it's not going to fly with me that you're just an ill, Ill hornet. Okay? Mean as a snake. Come on. That's what sweet means. It means delightful. Delightful. Boy, this will help your marriage. I'm going to tell you right now, guys. This is good. It means kind and thoughtful. So look at what sweet means. We're sweet 16. Pleasant tasting, pleasant in general, delightful, kind and thoughtful. That's who we are. Got it? Yes or no? You might say, who is Fellowship Church? Who are we supposed to be? That's who you're supposed to be. Love Jesus, love people. No, I'm going to be mean and love Jesus. I'm going to be... Are you kidding me? What you smoking? It's not happening, Jack. The Bible says, say it with me. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. You know the Lord? Other people taste you? They should taste Him. Amen. Blessed is the man that trusts in Him. Amen. My mama was as tough as nails. My mama was a drunk. My mama was as close to a man in a woman's body. I've never said that, but I'm going to tell you something right now. Mama would knock you out. No doubt about it. Mama would knock you. And we had, she had four strapping boys, two daughters. But we were all big. We were all crazy. We all loved sports and mess. Now, Mama wasn't a believer. Mama was a drunk. She worked hard during the day, drank it through the night. I'm going to tell you right now, she is tough. I've watched Mama stand up to men she didn't like. I'm talking about just men that didn't even deserve it. Mama nearly knocked them out. Crazy. But my Mama got saved. My Mama got saved. She quit drinking. I couldn't believe it. She turned into the most beautiful southern belle and as sweet as pie. And I used to think she'd kill me. It's amazing when Jesus moves in and the devil moves out. Amen? Sweet, sweet. And similarly in my life, I mean, God has changed me. He has helped me. And in my life, it's been through brokenness. Say brokenness. Been through some brokenness. Of course, my mother was murdered. That killed me. Little did I know it would be one of the things that would change me. Because we know God works all things together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Amen? Sweet. This is who we are. Say that with me. I want to be. One more time. I want to be. You say, I ain't sweet. Probably because you don't want to be. Come on. I want us to be sweet, pleasant, delightful, kind, thoughtful. i got to rush. I'm going to be late. So I looked at several things, and I'll do them real fast. Number one, God's Word is sweet. God's Word is sweet. When you open your Bible to the word sweet, what does God say about sweet? Well, God's Word is sweet. How sweet are your words unto my taste, Lord? Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Your statutes are right. They rejoice my heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. It enlightens my eyes. God's Word is sweet. You want to be sweet? Get into the book. Hide God's Word in your heart. Start saying, I don't need Him. Stop saying that. Start saying, I need His Word. I want to be different. I want to change for the Lord. Amen. I want to be pleasant. I want to be delightful. I want to be the mean old jerk I've always been. You hear me? Yes or no? God's Word can do this. More to be desired is God's Word than gold. 
Then find gold sweeter than honey out of that honeycomb. God's Word. Eat it up. Take it into you. It'll change you. Anything I know on being a man, being a father, being a good husband, being a pastor, being honest, it came from God's Word. It didn't come from my upbringing. I didn't get it from my upbringing. I got it from Him, from His discipling me, His teaching me. He's no respecter of persons. He'll do exactly the same for you. Are you hearing me today? Hope you're listening. My son, eat thou honey because it's good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to your taste, so shall knowledge of wisdom be. When you get into my book, when you found it, there shall be a reward. You'll get a reward as you get in my word. It's going to be sweet to you. You're going, it's going to help you, man. Amen. That's what you see in the Bible. Keep looking. Book of Revelation. The angel of the Lord speaking to John on the Isle of Patmos. That's how we got our book of Revelation. He tells John. John says, I went to the angel and said unto him, Give me that little book. Give me that book. And he said, Take it. Say it with me. Do what? Eat it up. Now watch this part. Eat it up. It's going to make your belly bitter. Eat this little book. Eat the Word, John. It's going to make your belly bitter. But in your mouth, it's going to be what? I'm going to tell you something. That's the truth of God's Word. If you're a liar, and you have been a liar, and you've been saved, and you read God's Word, and you're going to see, thou shalt not lie. And that's going to be sweet in your mouth. But, buddy, when it hits your stomach, it's going to knock the snot out of you. Did you hear me? Yes or no? It'll be bitter down in your gut. That's the beauty of God's Word. It is sweet, but it is tough on you. Amen. Say, God didn't call me to pat you on the head. God called me to give you the Word of God so that your life can be changed. Did you hear me today? And it's tough at times. I can't believe y'all believe that book. Well, I absolutely believe that because it's changed my life. Amen. I could go on all day about this. Number one. Number two. Oh, God's Word can be sweet. Number two, say that with me. Evil can be sweet. Are you kidding me? Evil is sweet. Doing wrong is sweet. Look at it. Moses, by faith, when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He made a choice. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, the children of Israel, than to enjoy, say it with me, the what? Pleasure of what? Sin for what? Sin's pleasurable. It's sweet. Mmm. Sweet. Bible talks a lot about the sweetness of sin and evil. As I was studying, though wickedness be what? Sweet in his mouth. Though he hide it under his tongue. Some graphic language. Though he spare it and forsake it not, but keeps it still within his mouth. Watch this part. Yet his meat in his bowels is turned. And it becomes the gall of asp or snakes. You ever heard somebody... Been called, a lot of stuff we get in, that we say in life comes from the Bible. You ever heard somebody called they mean as a snake? They mean as a snake. It's because they probably took in a lot of evil in their mouth. You hear me or not? I don't want a belly full of snakes. Evil is sweet. Oh, sweet going in until it gets in your gut. And you're full of the devil. You're watching today or not? Stolen waters are sweet. 
bread eaten in secret's pleasant. You know, cheating on your wife, sir, cheating on your wife, being an adulterer. Oh, it's sweet, I guess. I don't know anything about that. Don't want to know. I don't know how people do that. I don't want to know how they do it. Did you hear me, yes or no? Ma'am, stepping out on your hug. Listen, I don't want to know about that because I'm going to tell you right now, oh, stolen waters are sweet. Bread eaten in secret's pleasant, but he knows not that the dead are there, the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. That's some pretty stuff, strong stuff, isn't it? Yes or no? So God's Word is sweet, but what else is sweet? What? That's pretty strong, ain't it? Come on. Bread of deceit sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth is full of what? Can you see? That's a great picture, isn't it? Boy, this was sweet. I enjoyed this evil I'm doing. All of a sudden, you've got a mouthful of rocks. Hope you break your teeth off. Yeah, I said it. Chew on it. I want to be sweet, man. I don't want to be this mess. Yes or no? Amen. Sweet 16. What's another one? Pop it up. Here we go. Move. Thank you. My word should be what? That's what the Bible says. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and curse we men, uh, which men which are made after the image of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? That's why so many people are turned off at church. We say one thing and live another way. We do one thing, say another. It's crazy. People get it. Okay? Who's a wise man among you and a dude with knowledge? Let him show out of a good what? A good what? Conversation. Your mouth. His works with meekness and wisdom. Our words should be what? Sweet, guys. The heart of the wise teaches your mouth and adds learning to your lips. Pleasant words. There's a honeycomb sweet to the soul, and it brings health to your what? To your bones. Sweet words. Speak them. Yes or no? Speak those words. Be sweet. My words should be pleasant, delightful, kind, thoughtful. We're talking about sweet today. Almost done. Sweet 16. I could have spent a long more time than this, but my prayers, my offering, and my service to the Lord should be what? My prayers and my offering to the Lord. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. This is after the flood. And the Lord said in his heart, I'll not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite them anymore. Every living thing as I have done. He received this offering of the, up to him, and he received that. God receives our offering into his nose. I don't understand all that, but we're made in his image. Guess what? God's got a nose. And he smells you stink. He smells you sweet, too. That's why we can act like we're giving cheerfully, but if we're not, it stinks to him. I've sometimes put on a shirt real quick, and I've been, you know, all dressed to kill. But, man, I didn't take the time to clean up. I've been in a hurry like that before. Just throw a shirt on. You think that'll do it? No, you need some deodorant and a wash rag. Amen. Don't just think you do and it's going to be sweet. You've got to think it through. God, God cares about the way we give. While the earth remains, seed time, harvest, cold, heat, summer, winter, day, night shall not cease. Keep looking. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, say it with me, so let him what? Give, not what? Grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a what? He loves that. Amen. Nothing like going over to somebody's house to eat or especially family for big events or something and you come in, you smell it. Woo, mercy. 
especially if it's been something mama cooked or grandma cooked, you can smell it since you was a kid, and you just smell it. That's how I want us to be to the Lord here. Amen? Say. But I have all I bound all Paul said I've received of Epaphroditus. This is one of the guys that worked with him. Things which were sent from you, the Philippian church or the Macedonian church. He said, I received your offering. And to me it was an odor of a sweet what? Smell. It was a sacrifice acceptable. It was well-pleasing to who? God. This is when we worship, when we pray, when we give. It should be what? Sweet. You learning anything on Sweet 16? But my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You serve Him sweetly. You live for Him sweetly. He'll bless you abundantly. I believe it. Number five, my witness, my testimony to others should be what? Our walk before others. And we are unto God, say it with me, a what? Sweet savor of Christ. To them that are what? And to them that are what? Some of the meanest people. You can find them in church. Some of the rudest people. I can't stand it. It makes me sick. You hear me, yes or no? I don't like it. I don't like it. I think we ought to be nice. That doesn't mean you can't be tough. That doesn't mean you can't have you know, convictions and standards and, and do right. But just being ugly to people is awful. Amen. Say. Can't stand it. It's not honoring to God. We're to be sweet to the saved and to the lost. Amen? The girl that waits on us at Publix or at the, at the restaurant or our neighbor, whoever it is, we are to be a witness for Christ. And He don't stink. And He don't taste bad. He tastes good. Amen? Sweet. Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also loved us. He gave Himself for us. A what? A what? An offering and a sacrifice to God for a what? As Jesus died for us. God received His death and resurrection on our behalf. That offering of His sacrifice. And we're fixing to go celebrate that right now. Amen. We start with the bread. We finish with the juice. It is so sweet, that juice. I love that. I can't help but think it. Every time I drink that communion juice, how sweet is that? This is who I need to be. Yes or no? I need to give my body for others. I need to be sweet. As He gave His blood for me, I need to give to others. That's who we are at Fellowship. Got it? Yes or no? Have we made it clear today? I didn't get this message offline or skippy jar or something. This is right from the Bible, and it's right from my heart. Do you hear me today? I don't know who you are. Well, I believe you're getting to know me this morning. I'm a little crazy, but at the end of the day, this is who I want to be. This is the kind of pastor, the church I want to pastor. I don't want to pastor a mean church. I can be as mean as any of you. Honestly, I can. I just don't want to be. Amen? I want us to enjoy life, love our town, Reach people for Christ. Say it with me pretty loud. I want to be. I'm going to be. Let's praise the Lord this morning for His Word. Amen. We're done. We're done. We're done. I know. It's hard to believe.